Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I don't even know how all, oh, Jesus, it looks just, just looks insane. Hey, everybody, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We are back. I don't know, uh, I don't know if uh, we're back at 100%, but uh, we are back. We actually weren't going to do the show today. Uh, We just got back uh, late last night. Those of you who don't know, we were on the East Coast for a um, wedding. So, uh, well, you know what? Let's 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 start over. Those of you who followed the show uh, last Wednesday, we told you about the wedding that I tried to get out of. Yes, the wedding that I tried to get out of, uh, but I could not for my pregnant girlfriend's best friend. If you follow us on Twitter or you follow us on Instagram, you will have seen the pictures that I took. And it was the whitest. I mean, you want to talk about white. It was the whitest Wedding in the history of matter of fact, the whole area that we were in, we were in an area called Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Cherry Hill, New Jersey, I think, has one black person in the entire area. One, one. No Mexicans, (laughs) absolutely no Mexicans, no Asians. One black person. That's it. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And this wedding was the whitest wedding in the world. And if you go to our Facebook or our Twitter or Instagram, you will see dancing. Yes, you will see white dancing. Uh, You will see the bride (laughs) dancing with a dinosaur. Yes, a white guy put on a dinosaur costume, and was dancing. Very bizarre. But that's what I did. We got back yesterday night. The studio's not set up yet. Uh, I told him to put the American flag up. I said, just put the American flag up so it doesn't look like we're in a mental institution. Instead, it will look like one of them. (laughs) I guess we could say alt-right, since that's the new buzzword going on right now. Alt-right. We'll look like one of them alt-right shows, where they're in the basement, and it's just real dingy and dark, and there's like an American flag in the background, and like an assault weapon. (laughs) The guy's got the the long ISIS beard, and they're talking about 
stringing people up by trees. Yeah, one of them. So I said, just put the flag up. I said, I don't want to look like a uh, a crazy person in an all-white room. So just, just do, do something. And then I looked at it, and I said, oh, man, now we look like one of them, one of them, uh, one of them right-wing crazies. Jesus. And I said, ah, you can't win. I said, that's it. I said, I'll just get on there. I said, there's there's so much stuff going on. We're gonna wind up uh we're gonna wind up getting behind with everything that's uh happening. So anyways, the the wedding was good. We're back. Tomorrow we'll be at full strength. Uh we'll do a little we'll do a little we'll do a little updates tonight and tomorrow we'll be back at uh, full strength, full set and the whole thing. So what the hell did we miss? I'm gone for five days at Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and you got people <laughs> using the N-word on CNN, and I hate saying the N-word. It makes us look like we're, it's like we're 10 years old. The N-word, the F-word, the S-word. So you got the CNN, and they're throwing around our Jews I'm serious. I'm gone. And, you know, I'm I'm keeping up to date on the phone and what's happening on Twitter. But, you know, it's a wedding. So I'm I'm doing the wedding stuff. We're there. We're going to the little, you know, the dinners. And so it's not like I'm, I'm in full show mode. And then when we're at the house and there's people around, it's not like, hey, put on CNN. I got to see what's going on. Hey, put on Fox. Hey, let me get on your computer. So, I, I mean, so I, you know, I'm only catching bits and pieces. And we're traveling yesterday, so I'm only seeing bits and pieces, you know, in the airport. Of course, CNN. I said, what? <laughs> Jews are human? Are Jews human? What? <laughs> what am I looking at? It's like pandemonium. So are Jews human? <laughs> are Jews human? Um, uh, just end this, end that. That's <laughs> alt right. Tequila, tequila. <laughs> what is going on? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The left has officially had a complete just freak out. I mean, I thought it was a freak out when Trump won. Oh, no way. I mean, do you guys realize we haven't even gotten to him in the Oval Office? We haven't even gotten to him officially being president. We haven't even gotten to that point yet. We haven't even gotten to the point. I was telling Catherine today when we were kind of, Getting back in the swing of things, we had to go to the store, just a lot of stuff. I said, do you realize we haven't even gotten to the inauguration? We haven't gotten to the first State of the Union address. We haven't gotten to any of those things. And the left is completely, and I mean completely, unhinged. Unhinged. And I don't get the whole alt-right Nazis, 
Steve Bannon, Breitbart, tequila, <laughs> tequila, 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 tequila. I, I don't get this whole connection and basically saying Trump is the alt-right, alt-right are Nazis, <laughs> the alt-right and Steve Bannon is tequila, tequila. I, I don't get this constant drumbeat. I don't get it. Because we were told for, what, 16 months that Trump and Breitbart and Tequila Tequila. I don't even say your name. I just, I, I, seen, I seen Hack Tapper actually tweet a picture. Or, or or a a story something involving Tila Tequila or Tequila Tequila whatever that girl's name is at an at a um a a a white supremacy convention and it was like look this is the alt right I'm thinking really Tequila Tequila like. Come on, man. Really? Okay. Really? This is how you guys are trying to connect Breitbart and Donald Trump and Steve Bannon to Tequila Tequila. That's insane. Absolutely insane. But for 16 months... We were told Trump is Hitler. Trump is a Nazi. Trump is tequila, tequila. And it didn't work. Didn't work. Trump won. Rather, it was Saturday Night Live doing skits where you have people putting on a Klan outfit or putting on a Nazi armband saying, I support Trump. And it was week after week of these skits depicting Trump supporters as Hitler or the Klan or whatever other crazy American History X hate group is out there. Even had Hillary Clinton doing a press conference or a speech, whatever the hell it was, where she did 20, 25 minutes on Breitbart and Pepe the Frog. Hell, Rachel Maddow did a 25-minute bit on the origins of Pepe the Frog along with the Daily Beast. Hell, I didn't know what the hell Pepe the Frog was until... Rachel Maddow and the Daily Beast explained the origins and how Nazis and white supremacist groups hijacked Pepe the Frog. (gasps) Thinking, wow. We're talking about a cartoon character. We're talking about a a (laughs) frog. Pepe. So the media, the Democrats, 
progressive. For 16 months, it was all about Trump being this Nazi and this crazy and this kook and all 60 million supporters are Nazis and racists and month after month and whether it was Seth Meyer, Saturday Night Live, Bill Maher, Samantha B. Stephen Colbert, every so John Stewart would poke his head out of the garbage pile and call Trump a Nazi and rape. 16 months we had this. 16 months, remember, started with the Republicans. Kasich ran ads. Trump is a Nazi. Trump is a... Oh, look, and they even did the whole Mussolini and Stalin. I mean, it was just insane. And then the general, who was ramped up 10 times. I mean, just, I mean, it was just unfathomable of how many ads and how many Don Lemon shows and Anderson Cooper shows and Wolf Blitzer shows and New York Times articles and Washington Post. The list goes on and on. And yet Trump still won. And he didn't win with a surge of white supremacy. It wasn't Cam from American History X. Wasn't millions of Ku Klux Klan members. I think the last estimate has the Klan at about 6,000. I mean, seriously. If you take the hate groups that are in this country, if you take the hate groups and you put them all together, You don't get a membership that exceeds 25,000. And I'm talking about organized hate groups. I'm not talking about the person that laughs at a racial joke. Talking about hate groups. Talking about American History X, let's put ski masks on and go vandalize a Korean grocery. And I'm being generous with 25000 Like I said, the Klan, you're talking 6,000 organized Klan members where they go to their little rallies and put their little hoods on and white power. So you don't have 25,000 hate groups. So the surge of white power was not there. Surge of white people who voted for Barack Hussein Obama in 08 and 2012. It was a surge of black people who voted for Barack Hussein Obama 
in 2008-2012. It was a surge of Hispanics that voted for Barack Hussein Obama in 2008-2012. I mean, the Bible, the Bible of liberal thinking the Washington Post even broke down county by county in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin and Ohio county by county of who voted for Obama and now voted for Trump wasn't 60 million people that all of a sudden got racist. It's not what happened. And yet, here we are in the media. Why? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I can think of, and again, I don't claim to be the all-knowing radio talk show, whatever the hell we do here. So maybe there's other explanations. But the only thing I can think of is going back to when Geraldo Rivera was relevant. And he would put Klan members on TV or he would put uh, neo-Nazis on TV. Or Morton Downey Jr. And he'd put Al Sharpton on TV and Klan members on TV and Roy Innes on TV. And have everybody fight. And have millions and millions and millions of people at home watch this circus. It's the only thing I could think of that it was popular back in the 80s and 90s, to the point where Geraldo Rivera was actually something. Uh, I mean, seriously, talking about he was something. His show was huge. Morton Downey Jr.'s show was huge. These guys made millions and millions and millions of dollars. I mean, they swam in money. Just swam in it. And it was all about black people fighting with the Klan or white supremacy crazies or not. I mean, that's what it was all about. Al Sharpton. Big fat Al Sharpton with his big afro. Actually, it wasn't even an afro. It was straightened hair. It looked like Jim Brown or James Brown, actually. Jim Brown, not the football player. So it was back then. So the only thing I could think of is if it was big back then, we haven't changed as a society. I know the left wants everybody to believe we've changed. But we haven't. And we're still intrigued by somebody going on television 
and saying, are Jews human? I mean, if you really get down to it, CNN is actually pivoted to a confrontation-style political network. And what I mean by that is you have someone from the left and you have someone from the right, and it's not civil conversation. It's straight up, you're a racist. You're a bigot. No, I'm not. You're you know, uh, uh, a snowflake, you're a, a, a unicorn. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Jews aren't human. Well, yeah, well, a nigger. I, I mean, that's what CNN has become. Because all of these things that are going on hit the internet, go viral, and people... Retweet and email. Oh, you got to check this out. You got, oh my God, this is amazing. You got to check this out. So that's the only thing I could think of because Trump won. He won. He's going to be taking the oath of office around the time that my first child is born. So you can march all you want, you can cry all you want, you could say Hillary Clinton is 1.5 million votes uh, ahead of Trump in the popular um, uh, total, you you could do all of that, but it's not going to change the fact that uh, Trump is the president, he's the president, that's it, (laughs) that's it, that's it. And you could say Steve Bannon is a is a Nazi and he's an alt-right leader. He's all these things. Yeah, okay, whatever. But Trump's not going to get rid of him. Through 16 months of this campaign, Trump, any political press, I mean, guys, You had tapes coming out where he's talking about grabbing pussy. And everyone in the media, from the left and the right, said for him to step down. Give the nomination to Mike Pence. Go find a rock and crawl under it. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. Locker room talk. It's locker room talk. And then girl number one. Girl number two. Girl number three. Girl number four. And everybody, you got to step down now. You got, he said, no. They're all full of crap. They're all liars. That's locker room talk. All these women are liars. That one's a porn star. And an old hag porn star at that. She gets paid to take it up to Keister. That one over there, I I wouldn't even sexually harass her. So all of these things didn't derail Trump. This whole 
six degrees of Kevin Bacon, alt-right, white supremacy, Tila tequila connection is mind-boggling. Because I can't imagine that Hack Tapper and Rachel Maddow and the whole list of them. I, I can't imagine they're sitting there going, okay, didn't work for 16 months, but by golly, it's going to work now. I, I can't. I, the only thing I can think of is the 80s, 90s hit the left versus the right, but make it about race. Make it about race. Race is always, always a hot-button issue. And when you got the Van Joneses and that other woman, uh, the, the the black woman there, the, the other just, oh, she, she, I mean, she despises white people. Despises them. That Aryan or Ariai. She's almost as bad as Joy Reid. But just being off for a few days and just catching some of this stuff from afar sucks you in to go, what did I miss? Oh, my God. What? what okay, Nazi salutes here, Tila Katila here. Uh, Bannon there, uh, uh, this guy uh, saying nigger, 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 like he's uh, Ross doing a a record over here on CNN. What? What? It? That's the only thing I could think of. The only thing I could think of. That's it. That's the only thing I. Uh, that that's all I can think of. Because you know, I know, and the media knows. That calling Trump a Nazi, calling Trump a racist, talking about the alt-right, talking about, uh, you know, white nationalist, isn't going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. And now they're polling. Now we're back to polling. All the polls, the polls, the polls. And the majority of the American people think Trump will do a good job. Now we're back. So, again, the concept behind Nazi this, Nazi that, Trump, 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 white supremacy, Tila Tequila, has got to just be old school ratings grabbing. Have this white guy screaming about uh, XYZ. Have this black guy screaming about the white guy. Like like, uh, throwing the half-assed porn girl doing the Nazi salute. Wrap that up with the frog and we get ratings. 
we get ratings. Because it's not going to stop Trump. It's not going to undo him being the president of the United States. It's not going to make the winning margin in Michigan and Ohio and Florida and Texas and Iowa, 30-some-odd states that Trump won. It's not going to have those people go, hey, you know what? Uh, mm, you know, we we thought about it. We want to take that vote back. Yeah, we want to we wanna vote for Hillary. After hearing uh, all of these things with Steve Bannon and uh, Tila, Tequila and so forth and so yeah, we just can we can we have that vote back? Can we? Thank you. Yeah, let's do that again. Let it's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. There is no do over. Okay? There's no do-overs. Sorry. There's no do-overs. And there's no, oh, but the popular vote, the popular vote. Oh, my God, Hillary Clinton is off of the popular vote. Well, we don't pick a president by the popular vote. We don't pick a president by the popular vote. Those of you who didn't learn that in grammar school, (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry about that, but we don't pick the president by the popular vote. We do not live in a pure democracy. That's the other misconception that everybody seems to think. Democracy, democracy, but we don't live in a pure democracy. Our government is not run on a pure democracy. It's, it's a republic. We don't live in a pure democracy. Sorry. If we lived in a pure democracy, there wouldn't be gay marriage. Or at least it would be a state's right issue. So if you were gay and you wanted to get married, you would have to move to a state that has gay marriage. I mean, if we lived in a pure democracy, our country would look dramatically different. But we don't. Man, people on the left have to let it go. We got to be like Frozen and let it go. Okay? We don't live in a pure democracy. So I don't know what the left and what the media thinks they're going to achieve with all this Nazi talk and Tila Tequila and our Jews human and 
Trump and Bannon and remember Hillary Clinton and we talked about it a few minutes ago she did the whole 25 minute spiel on Breitbart remember Trump hired Steve Bannon and Kellyanne Conway that was the turning point when everybody said wow Trump really staying on message He's really staying on that. So back then, everybody knew who Bannon was. Everybody knew who Breitbart was. Everybody had to have known that if Trump won, Bannon was going to have a seat at the table. What? Uh, Oh. I... Yes, I'm being told nobody cared because nobody thought Trump would win. I mean, guys, everything that's going on was going on for the past, well, not 16 months. But the last three months, Jeff Sessions, General Flynn, Rudy Giuliani, all of these people have been involved with Trump, some from the beginning, some in the last three, four months. Steve Bannon, Breitbart, Corey Lewinowski, all of these people have been involved for months and months and months. And now it's a shock. Now people are surprised. That these individuals are either in positions of power or being um, chosen to go through the confirmation process for gigs like attorney. Another failure by the left the media, the Democrats. Another failure in picking and getting people prepared for what could happen. I mean, again, during the primaries, Jeff Sessions was the first senator to step up and say, I support Donald Trump. Even when Ted Cruz, even when Ted Cruz was still in the race, Sessions came out and said, I'm supporting Donald Trump. So back then, 
people said, well, you know, if Trump wins, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. But <sighs> let's just pretend. We're, let's just suspend reality. If he wins, one would have to imagine that Jeff Sessions would be in line for a pretty big gig considering he's gone out on a limb and supported Trump over all the other candidates. Okay, let's get back to reality. Trump's never going to win, so (laughs) that's a pipe dream for Jeff Sessions. I'm telling you, this election, those of you who are too young to remember the Eddie Murphy skit when he actually did stand-up. I know some of you that are too young are going, he did stand-up? I only know him as the Dr. Doolittle guy. He actually did stand-up, and he does a routine, and this whole Trump thing reminds me of this routine he did, which was about Jesse Jackson. Yes, at one point, Jesse Jackson ran for president back in the 80s, Jesse Jackson. And he won one state, I think. I think it was uh, South Carolina or North Carolina, one of them states. But Eddie Murphy did a gig or a skit, a gig. He did a skit where he talks about the fluke chance. Of Jesse Jackson winning because you get people that are drunk and it's it's a joke to them. And they're like, I'm going to go vote for Jesse Jackson. I'm going to go vote for Jesse Jackson. Watch this. And then they pull the lever and they go, I just voted for Jesse Jackson. (laughs) And then the next day when they're sober, they go, he won. Are you serious? He 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 effing won. All the white people, <laughs> what he what? And that's like the Trump thing. It's like he won. Oh no, we didn't plan for this. What do you mean he won? Oh no. I mean, if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, what we're going through right now. Aside from the failures of the media, beyond you know what you already know as being incompetency and and and, and failures, but them building this Trump phenomenon into a a joke, but then as a threat. So they built it up first as a joke. Ha, 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 the reality TV star. Ha, 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 funny, funny, funny. Ha, ha, ha. Dennis Rodman will be in his cabinet. Ha, ha, ha. And then to, oh, my God, you can't let him have his hand on the nuclear bomb. Oh, my God, he's going to blow up the world. Oh, my God, he's a Nazi. Oh, my God, he's a racist. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, my God, oh, my God, he can't win. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Now he won, 
And now we're at a point where you've got all these people that are triggered because they were told over and over and over and over and over again, oh, my God, they're going to set up internment camps for blacks. They're going to set up internment camps for for Jews. And what? what? Where do you get all this stuff from? So it's like the media created a double failure, and here we are now. And that's why I said in the beginning, what's the end game for them? Because you can't blow up Trump to be more of a boogeyman than he already is. It's impossible. Now it's got to be just for ratings. Now it's got to be just for the confrontations. And it gets, that's where we are. It's a wild, wild time we're living in now. To see what's happening with this, the, the, the Pepe the Frog and the alt-right and Tila Tequila and Steve Bannon. It's, it's, it's insane. And it's not going to get any better. It's Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about Hamilton. Yes, Hamilton. Baked Alaska. That was Build the Wall. 
I wonder if I wonder if they consider Baked Alaska the alt right. You don't know who they who they classify as the alt right. Any you don't basically if you don't agree with the left, you're alt right. If you don't agree with the left, you're alt right. And if you don't agree with S.E. Cup, John McCain, and of course Megan McCain. And Lindsey Graham, you're alt right. So that that's the category. So you're either <laughs> you're you're either part of the John McCain Lindsey Graham wing, or you're on the left, or you're alt right. That's it. Because if you're not on the left and you don't agree with Lindsey Graham and John McCain, you're alt right. So I, 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 you know, <laughs> alt right. You're alt right. So that was baked Alaska. So I, I guess he would be considered alt right now, because he doesn't agree with McCain, and he's not a liberal. So he's alt right. That's like me. I, I guess I'm. I guess I'm alt right. I guess I don't know. I don't like John McCain, and I and I don't like Lindsey Graham. I don't like Rand Paul. I don't like Ben Sass. I don't like them. And I don't like Hillary, and I don't like Elizabeth Warren. So that would make me, I guess, alt-right. Because that's basically what alt-right is. You're not the left, and you're not McCain- and sass, so you're all right. But anyway, that was baked Alaska. So I know it's an old story, but this whole Hamilton thing—that was the other news when I was gone. That that was the other news. That was Hamilton. Oh my God, Trump! He's tweeting the Hamilton. And what's funny? It's typical liberal crap because after the Hamilton cast did what they did, which was kind of effed up. Listen, real quick, you want to make a statement. Bruce Springsteen, he does his little concert, and then he midway point goes, okay, great. You two, same thing. Oh, awesome. But you're talking about a play. You're talking about a very um, intimate setting. You're talking about um, a, a well, let's do it this way. You go to a con, and, and, and imagine this. Um, imagine, then uh, I heard somebody uh, try to, and I think it was hack tap or retweeting somebody who uh, tried to make it uh, the false equivalent. That's what I call the false equivalent, but uh, the equivalent of Obama going to a Toby Keith concert. It's not equivalent. 
Okay? It's not equivalent. Because, A, you're implying that um, everybody that goes and listens to Toby Keith or goes to that concert would immediately despise and hate Obama. And that's just not the case. And then you have to then uh, go even deeper into that statement and go, are you implying that Toby Keith is white and he's from country uh, music and the people that be listening to him is white and they're from, you know, they enjoy country music and so forth and so on. So in turn, they would hate president and they would hate black people. You know, it's Hamilton isn't supposed to be a leftist play. You know, I mean, I mean, it's it's just it's a play. It's Phantom of the Opera. It's Cats. It's the hot new play that everybody tells somebody who's seen it. You got to go see it. It's oh, it's great. Remember, guys. Phantom of the Opera, Cats. The producers, there, there, there's been plays that have gotten the attention that Hamilton has gotten. I mean, Famine of the Opera is the most famous of plays that has ever come down the Broadway pipeline. So it's a play. It's a must-see play. I mean, I don't want to go see it, but it's one of those plays. It's not a liberal play. You know, we, we, we keep getting this confusion, I like to say. Okay? Like the confusion. When we reference... Immigrants versus illegals. And for some reason, the left, well, I don't say for some reason. We know why they do it. It's kind of rhetorical, but this mind melding of immigrants and illegals. So when you talk about illegals, the left gives it cover with, well, we're immigrants, but we're talking about. And you're right. Everybody, everybody's from an immigrant family. Yes, okay. But my grandmother didn't come here illegally. She went through the proper channels and came here via Ellis Island from Capo Felice in Italy.
she was here legally. And I don't want to get into a whole immigration debate because we'll be getting to these debates <laughs> many more times. And this is about Hamilton. But we need to stop blurring this line between illegal immigrant and legal. No one has a problem, at least on my side, with immigrants. They just have to be here legally. That's it. That's it. Real simple. Real simple. Legally. So this play wasn't some liberal play. It it, it didn't dispouse liberal views. It was a play. And Mike Pence was there with his kid. He went there with his kid and walked in. The crowd started booing. So right out of the gate, what does that say about liberals? Like seriously, liberals who are supposed to be tolerant. Isn't that funny how the left are supposed to be the tolerant ones? They're the ones that are for, you know, transgenders, gays, uh, uh, you know, unicorns, ghosts, safe spaces, uh, uh, no, no offensive Halloween costumes, and the rainbow of Bennington. I, I mean, they're the ones that are just like, oh, let's all peace, love, and... Let's accept each other and let's have Starbucks coffee with, you know, cutesy little sign. I mean, they're the ones that are all loving and tolerant and blah, 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 blah. And here they are unhinged, A, by an election and B, by the mere sight of the vice president of the United States. So here's the tolerant left seeing the vice president-elect of the United States. And when that happens, they start booing. They start screaming. They start yelling. They start catcalling. And remember, he's there with his family. He's there with his family in a theater. That's the tolerant left. It's the tolerant left. They're the ones that are going to teach all of us. They're going to teach all of us how to be tolerant. And here they are, bitching and whining still about the election that they lost. They lost and let they lost the game. They lost the game. 
Talk about sore losers. Holy moly. So the tolerant left boos, screams, carries on at Mike Pence and his family. They were like his daughter. Here's his daughter walking into this little theater. Boo, F you. Oh, Jesus, Dad. <laughs> okay, now he's like, can't even go to a, a play? Can't even go to a play. So that's the start. And then, of course, you all know, the end of the play, the the cast calls out Pence. We call it shooting. They shot on Pence. And what's great about all this, and like I said, your typical hypocrisy from the left, your your typical douchebag liberal, I'm so tolerant, but I'm really not. I'm only tolerant. With what I like. If I don't like it, I'm not tolerant of it. I mean, that's the typical liberal mindset. I'm tolerant. But if I don't like something, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. I'm going to reject it. I'm going to reject it strongly. And I might, I might make a scene. So after the Hamilton crew shoots on Pence, we start getting all of this information. We start getting all this information about the Hamilton cast. Which proves my point of the hypocrisy on the left, the, the, the tolerant left tidbit that comes out is basically the entire cast, well, I shouldn't say the entire cast, but a bunch of the cast haven't voted. Or it's been a while since they voted. Listen, first rule of thumb, if you're going to bitch and moan about the government, you're going to bitch and moan uh, about people running the government. If you're, if you're going to be a whiny crybaby, you better have voted. You better have voted. You, you, you better have been engaged in the process, okay? If you didn't vote, if you haven't been engaged then you need to shut your mouth. End of story. End of story. Okay? End of story. Now, of course, CNN's not going to report this. MSNBC's not going to report this. 
Washington Post isn't going to report this. They're not going to report on this. They're too busy with talking about Tequila Tequila, the alt-right, Nazis, Steve Bannon, Trump, so forth and so on. And as long as this type of stuff happens, as long as the left keeps getting exposed when they do their little, we are tolerant, we are loving, you need to be like us, as long as they get called out and it spreads, It just does the liberal cause even more harm. It it, it really does. And to think, a month and a half ago, it was the Republican Party that was on the brink of being extinct. So, Brandon Vickster, Brandon Victor Dixon. He's the one that plays Aaron Burr. He's the one that um, shot on Pence. He's the one that said the Trump administration will not protect us, our planet, our children, our parents, or defend us and up our inalienable rights. Now, we'll get to him and some of the things that he said on Twitter in a minute, but Dixon didn't vote in 2012. And the 2016 um, voting records aren't yet available, but in 2012, Brandon uh, Victor Dixon didn't vote. He didn't vote. Javier Munoz the actor who plays Alexander Hamilton hasn't voted since the midterm elections in 2006. So here's these guys lecturing the vice president of the United States and in turn lecturing anybody that supports the vice president and Trump. Lecturing. You're not going to protect our planet. You're not going to protect our children. You're not going to. What do you talk? What do you mean? What are they going to kill the kid? What are you talking about? This media creation of outrage. Like in the basement of the White House, they got they got a like a a meat grinder where they bring the little kids and people's parents and they stick them in there and they grind their heads up. I mean, it's just it's just insane. And the, and they created this. The media created this. Seth Stewart, who plays Thomas, he voted in '08, but did not vote in 2012. So, I mean, these are the three main people in this play that lectured Pence 
Well, actually, Brian Victor Dixon lectured Pence. And these guys, they're not engaged in the political process. They can't even bother to vote. You know, the one thing I will say about, you know, the Mark Garofalo and a couple of those other Hollywood douchebags, they at least were engaged. I can at least respect them. I could even respect that pig Lena Dunham, that slob. They were at least engaged. You know, she was at least engaged with her disgusting self. Amy Schumer. They're at least engaged. Hell, she even went up to the whole Capitol Hill, you know, uh, the guns. Yeah, okay. But give them some credit. They're engaged. These Hamilton jackoffs. They're the Johnny-come-lately activists. They're the ones that are like, hey, oh, who's out there? The vice president? You know what? Let's make a spectacle. Yeah. Let's put him on blast. (laughs) And when we get to the Brandon Victor Dixon, you'll understand the the concept of put somebody on blast. Because this kid is straight up. I'm just, I'm trying to see how how to be delicate. He's he's your 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 typical. Oh God, how do you, how do you rapper? Um, you know what? We'll, we'll we'll you'll understand what I mean. But these people aren't engaged. What they did. Put on a spectacle. Remember when Jan Brewer... Listen, imagine anybody, anybody doing this to Barack Hussein Obama. Imagine Obama showing up anywhere. And people... Calling him out. Shooting on him. Imagine that. When they have the athletes come to the White House and an athlete doesn't show up, the media immediately is like, oh, why didn't uh, Tom Brady show up? What's going on? It's got to be that he doesn't like black people. He doesn't like the president because he's black. Me, the minute, the minute somebody says the slightest thing about Obama to Obama, anything, they're doing it because they're racist. They're doing it because uh, they they think he's a Muslim. It's never just, A, maybe I have something else to do when going to the White House isn't a big deal and they don't really give a crap. B, maybe they just like 
Democrats and going to the White House to meet a Democrat president is no big deal, considering you're talking about athletes. You know, you're, t- you're talking about superstars, you're, whether they're performers or, or, you know, musicians or, you know, uh, football players. I mean, they are just as popular, just as, you know, people get awestruck by them as they would be of the president. So for them, hey, you get to go to the White House and meet the president. Yeah, (laughs) big deal. I didn't vote for him. I'm not a Democrat. Who cares? Yeah, but it's the well. Who gives a crap? I'm Peyton Manning. I'm Tom Brady. I I would I give a crap. I mean, again, imagine somebody doing to Obama. What Brandon Victor Dixon and the cast of Hamilton did to Pence. Or the audience. Imagine if the audience. Imagine Obama went somewhere and then the audience started screaming at him. Oh. Oh, forget about it. It'd be reported as a pack of alt-right racist, neo-Nazi animals looking to, to, to lynch the president. That, that's what you would have heard. That's what you would have heard. That's what you would have heard. Here, it's like a badge of honor. So, yeah... Yeah, the tolerant left is just voicing frustration. They're just voicing their concerns. They're just, they're just voicing their fears. That's all. When the right does it, they're, they're angry. They're Nazis. They're racist. They're xenophobes. They're deplorable. They're evil. amazing. So you got a cast who doesn't vote. You have a cast who, who, who sporadically votes. A cast who is sporadically engaged in the voting process. And moaning at the vice president elect. And again, this is a small group. You got Brandon Victor Dixon, Javier Munoz, Seth Stewart, Okachidi Unawandang, he plays James Madison. He's been registered to vote since 05, but there's no record of voting. Registered to vote, but he's never voted. He played James Madison. 
The other one plays Thomas Jefferson. The other one plays Alexander Hamilton. The other one, Aaron Burr. I mean, these are the main guys. And they That's like Colin Kirkpatrick. You know, the, the, the world's worst quarterback. Horrible quarterback. Just abysmal. The knee. White people are bad, even though white people adopted me and raised me and provided me with what I have today, education, love, support, all the things that go into making a child who they are. He didn't even vote. He didn't even vote. Here he is destroying the NFL's ratings, doing his little F the the, the, the Star Spangled Banner, F the military, F, 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 F. Oh, and I'm not going to vote. Just like I guarantee you, I guarantee you at least well, I we know for a fact that the ones in L.A., not all of them, but the ones in L.A. that are protesting are kids. They're by Hey, you go out there and you better leave class. You better go out there. Because once Trump gets in, he's going to deport me. I'm not going to be around. You're going to be on your own, you little bastard. You better get out there. You better go protest. Where's mommy? Hey, mommy. You better get that little bastard out there and protest. Okay, papi. I guarantee you 20 to 30% of the people that are running around protesting, or I should say rioting, looting, vandalizing, they didn't vote. They didn't vote. All of these dummies had the passion that they had for burning stuff down and breaking windows. Hillary Clinton would have won. They had this passion for Hillary Clinton. She would have won. Day after day, marching, breaking windows, lighting things on fire. If they had that passion... Old Hillary would have won. No passion, no heart. Just after the fact. And even now I think it's dying down, which A, proves that it was all just concocted by the Soros crowds. You know, all the big money Democrats. When we saw in those video veritas, those activists that get paid to go out and disrupt Trump events or things of that nature. So, back to uh, the Hamilton uh, click here. So, they don't vote. And here they 
start shooting Mike Pence while he's there with his kid. Now, so you have the hypocrisy there because it's a, it's a double-edged uh, sword of hypocrisy for these people. It's a double-edged sword of hypocrisy. So now, and of course, again, CNN and the rest of them um, haven't reported on this because it makes their uh, precious snowflake look credibly retarded. So, Brandon Victor Dixon, okay, he's out there tweeting and retweeting a call for white women to get assaulted by black guys. Yeah, I kid you not. One of uh, Dixon's um, favorite tweet, Patty's Day weekend is like Christmas for black dudes who like white chicks. Happy holidays, boys. You know, I, I, I mean, remember, this is a kid, a guy, who's telling Pence, hey, me and my, my, my fellow cast members and and their friends and their family and my friends and my family. We're terrified. We're terrified. Terrified of your administration. <laughs> and the bigotry. And oh my God. I mean, same old, same old, same old. By the left. There's not a house that the left lives in that is not made of glass. Hell, there's not a house that the left (laughs) lives in that's not made of paper mache. So on top of the fact that the Hamilton cast doesn't vote, or at least when they vote, it's sporadic. You have the main guy, okay, Dixon there, talking about St. Patty's Day being Christmas for black dudes. As it pertains white chicks. He even uses the word 
Ho. Now again, just like the Jay-Z, Beyonce, Hillary Clinton reach around, which is kind of funny considering that she lost Ohio. So the whole free concert and come on and listen to this awesome hip-hop and vote for me. And yeah, okay, we're going to come to the free concert because we don't want to pay $300 for a ticket. But we're not going to vote for you. We don't, we don't care about you. We don't care about anything. We just want to see this free concert that we normally would have to pay $300 for. Same thing. Jay-Z talking about this, nigga that, bitch this, bitch that. And there's Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I got some flag bag. Yeah. And Donald Trump is a horrible, horrible person. He says horrible, horrible things. His supporters say horrible, horrible things. Horrible, horrible, deplorable people. You're like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? You're on stage, you're this nigga, that, hold this, what the, what? Stop. The Hamilton cast. You're here. The leader of the Hamilton. Somebody to lecture Trump and Pence on their misogyny and their, their racism and all of that. You'd expect them, or Brandon Victor Dixon, the blind, to be this, 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 you know, <laughs> a, a record of just squeaky clean. When you lecture somebody about behavior, when you lecture somebody, to act when you well it's kind of like when the um, televangelists or, or, or the preachers or whoever against homosexuality and then they're caught getting fellatio by uh, you know some guy named Brad in a parking lot in the back of a grocery store. Type of thing. When Brandon Victor Dixon is lecturing uh, Pence and Trump about misogyny and racism and the fear of this, this you know, the White House being blah, 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 blah. And then he's talking about hoes and talking about, you know, St. Paddy's Day weekends, Christmas for black dudes, white dudes, you know, it's, you're like, whoa, bro, wait, whoa, wait a minute here, bro, stop here, really, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna lecture 
Trump and 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 Pence and remember anytime these guys lecture Trump, Pence and that whole uh, anybody lecture them they're they're us okay don't forget that it's it's not just Pence it's anybody that's ever voted anybody on the right. So when they do their, oh my gosh, you're racist, you're, you know, you're this, you're that, you're, they're not just talking about them, they're talking about us. So when the Hamilton crew talks about the fear of the Trump administration and racism and misogyny and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, yeah, I mean, you can't be calling people hoes. Sorry. can't be retweeting and not just retweeting but then tweeting the retweet one of the other ones and when I say hoes a girl said remember when NFL players would just play the game bang mad hoes and collect their checks guess that's not enough anymore and Brandon says the problem is hoes aren't what they used to be if Ho Game would step up, cats wouldn't get distracted. I mean, that's some sexist, misogynistic tweet talk, isn't it? Isn't that, or is it me? Sexist, misogynist tweet talk, right? The problem is hoes aren't what they used to be. If ho game would step up, cats wouldn't get distracted. Now, I, I, I'm not an expert in ho talk or in, um, you know, <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I get a walk on this. Uh, Gently. But I would say that's sexist and misogynist, right? Okay. Remember, this guy lectured Trump and Pence. Like, uh, what kind of what kind of world are we living with you guys as president? The way what do you mean? Well, back in 2013, stupid. You talk. You like that was Obama. That was your boy Obama. You hosed back then, my friend. 
And then uh, another tweet, comment on the tweet. Somebody says, Brandon, for every racist comment I get about Trayvon, now that's Trayvon Martin, I'm going to turn one white male suburban housewife mother into a jump-off. Now, they don't know what a jump-off is. That means casual sexual partner. Like finding some uh, white chin and, and slaying her with your big black meat, your, your big anaconda. Okay? So, every racist Jay Lee get about Trayvon Martin. He's going to turn one white married suburban housewife and mother. Every time somebody says something to him about Trayvon that he deems racist, he's going to go look for a white suburban housewife, mother of two. Let's And Anaconda on her. Lay it right right across her face. Right there. The the big black right on her face. Right there. That's that's right there. So that was the tweet. And then Brandon uh, Victor Dixon says for every racist comment I get about Trayvon, I'm going to turn one white suburban house and it's jump off the best Brandon I'm going to do the same see what I'm saying guys that this wasn't about some political stand this was this was ghetto. This this was street. This was whatever you call this type of talk. There was no political statement. It was let's go out there and embarrass. Let's shoot. Let's let's punk punk this white dude and his white kid. Let's. Let's do a verbal jump-off. Let's basically do a verbal jump-off on this white dude's daughter right in front of him. That's what this was. It had nothing to do with somebody really deep down inside going, Oh, my God. Vice President Pence, but we are, we are so concerned. About what our country... It had nothing to do with that. It was Brandon Victor Dixon doing a verbal jump-off. That's what it was. He was doing a verbal jump-off. Hell, not just to Mike Pence's daughter, but to Mike Pence. It was like a prison jump-off. He was telling Mike Pence, I'm going to lay my big anaconda right across your face. 
while I'm laying it across your face, I want your little daughter to grab it and smack it on your face. That that's what he was saying. I'm gonna do an ultimate incest cuckold with you. Okay? I'm gonna make your daughter grab it and beat it on your face. And then have her do a jump off. That's what this is about. And of course, the media didn't do anything as far as a follow-up. Of course not. Of course not. We, sir... How diverse America, who are alarmed and anxious that your new administration will not protect us, our planet, our children, our parents, or defend us, and uphold inalienable rights. Like Brandon's gonna protect all the the jump off women, right? Again, it's unbelievable. And then, of course, because Trump tweeted and said, very wrong, very wrong what you guys did. The media was out. How could, how could Donald Trump keep tweeting? How, oh, my God. How could, how, how could he go? Had no follow up. Place you'll see that is on Breitbart. You know the all right Nazi Tila Tequila site. It's the only place you you'll see this. You're not going to see it on CNN. I can see Don Lemon talking about this. Of course not. Good old Donnie's not going to talk about this. No. You know what I mean? Listen, Don Lemon is... Please. He's one of the... He's... He's... He's one of these. on the New Year's and he gets drunk he's in the pool in the hot tub with Brooke Baldwin and Kathy Griffin he's talking about her boobs and stuff again liberals live in glass houses liberals live in paper mache worlds surprisingly Five actually did a skit. Liberals live in their own bubble. It's amazing. Saturday Night Live actually did a skit that made a fun of themselves. Amazing. But that was the Hamilton controversy. Like I said, uh, people were, were beside themselves that Trump actually respond. 
responded to them, what they did. You like Pence and Apology. People were just, oh my God, you can't even, you can't even what, you can't even what. People don't know what to do. As far as they're they're not used to it. They're not talked about this before. They're not used to it. They're not used to somebody that position not letting uh, whoever take a big steamy dump on them. They're, they're just they're not used to it. Like I've seen people back to the eater and fart and they try to wrap it around free speech and freedom of the press. And liberals doing what they do best. And that taking, like example, and elite free press and someone criticizing in the press. Somehow, criticizing somebody in the press is the same as way the press taking over a newspaper and saying they're not allowed to report or exist unless controlled by the government. Again, they're not used to somebody in power all them out. So when a bag Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon or Glenn Frost from Politico it's an article or, or does a routine on their program and someone calls him out. Trump says uh, no talent very highly overrated not funny they should be fired They freak out. They don't know what to do. So when Trump goes, hey, wasn't cool what the Hamilton cast did to Vice President Pence. Not cool. Everybody freaked out. Oh, my God. How could Trump do? What do you mean, how could he do? He's going to do that. He's going to do that. If you do something that he doesn't think is cool. He's going to call you out. He's going to call you out. That's not prohibiting free speech. That's not taking your First Amendment. You want to know what's taking away someone's First Amendment right? Is for you guys to be able to say what you want to say, but then say Trump is not allowed to respond. That's taking away somebody's free So, the cast of Hamilton, the same group who doesn't vote, or at least doesn't regularly vote, 
who makes sexist and misogynist comments on Twitter, that cast is allowed to jump off on Pence and his daughter at a play, entertainment show, a play. They're allowed to do that. That's free speech. They're allowed to put someone on blast because it's free speech. But the president-elect of the United States is not allowed to respond because if he responds, that's what? If you say, well, a president shouldn't respond to the president. Well, if it's beneath the president to respond, then what does that say about the people and the message? Because the president shouldn't be responding because it's beneath the dignity of the office, then what does that say about the message and the people are saying this to the president. If what they're saying isn't worthy for the president to respond, then why cover what these people are saying? Why is it a story? Because if the president is not supposed to respond because it's not dignified, then what they're saying isn't dignified. What they're saying has no meaning. What they're saying has no substance. And to say, well, no, 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 no. What they're saying has substance. What they're saying has meaning. But the president isn't supposed to comment. He's just not supposed to. Now you don't want the president-elect to exercise his First Amendment right. Can't have it both ways, liberals. Can't have it both ways. It's Rob Zakaria. It's Rob Zakaria Show. We'll be right back after these important words. Our law enforcement, 
So you got to listen here. So, uh, bah, 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 bah. Let's see here. I'm going to read to you guys real quick. Real quick. Okay. Just real quick. It's kind of funny. All right. So, um, Listen to this. Okay. <laughs> right, wait a minute. An alt right conference December, uh, on Saturday, November 19th, among gathered here with Richard was former reality star Tila Kilo. She tweeted a photo of herself holding up a Nazi salute 
during a dinner in Little Italy restaurant posted a statement on Facebook apologizing for Tequila's actions and her Twitter comments were suspended. <laughs> Maggianos, you little scumbags! <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> oh, you got you got it. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, this is so funny. Okay, so listen. Uh, Maggiano's <laughs> Maggiano's uh, I've gone to Maggiano's I like Maggiano's <laughs> They posted Listen <laughs> This is funny <laughs> uh, And you know Maggiano had a problem with this uh <laughs> with this whole thing. But because the, the the pictures came out and they got called out, they got uh they got in trouble. So listen. On Friday night, this is from my Gianos. All right. On Friday night, Magianos in Friendship House was close our restaurant are called the National Policy Institute. This was a last-minute book made Friday afternoon, and the reservation was made under a different name. Therefore, we were not aware NPI was dining with us or group represents. After the event, Tendi sent a tweet in which she made a salute. <laughs> In support of Hitler and this to us, as our restaurant is home to teammates and guests of every race, religion, and cultural. We want to sincerely apologize to the community of Friendship Heights for inadvertently posting this meeting. We want to. Know, we want you to know that at the suggestion of one of the guests from our restaurant sales on Friday, ten thousand dollars, the DC office of the anti-defamation, which is working to bring people together in peace and understand. Uh, it kind of proves my, my point. kind of proves my point, guys. Talking about hate groups and the Ku Klux Klan and membership 
in these organizations and um, how the left wants to try to convince you that a surge of white power, white nationalists, uh, Ku Klan members, uh, alt-right, Pepe the Frog, all of these crazy, I'm going to cut your Shylock nose off, Maury, people, put Trump in power. And what did I tell you? At the most, you're talking 25,000 people. And that's being overly generous. That, that, that's being a Trump estimation. Trump estimations, everything is, is a lot bigger than uh, they really are. How many Muslims were celebrating in 9-11 in Jersey? Thousands. That's eh, more like hundreds. But, hey. Hundreds, thousands. <laughs> it's still Muslims. So I said, at the most, 25,000 members of hate groups. That's the white surge that I'm telling you about. Well, picture this uh, little. Dust up proves my point. The National Policy Institute, the NPI, okay, they had a big meeting, had a big party, they had a big um, event, okay, and it was held at Maggiano's. Maggiano's, it's an Italian restaurant I go to with my girlfriend, okay, not a big place. <laughs> it's not a big place. That means that means that uh, Richard Spencer, this name that you keep hearing about on TV, oh my god, oh my god, the alt right, Pepe the Frog, Richard Spencer. This guy, his group, the NPI, held their party. At Maggiano's Italian restaurant. Maggiano's Italian restaurant. Understand? Pop Warner team. Their year end celebration of having a good season at Maggiano's. All right? Proves my point. This huge surge of white power that swept Trump into office never happened. There is no surge of white power. There is no surge of white supremacists all over the country. There is no surge of all these racist groups. It's, it's a it's, it's made-up narrative. It's bullshit. Do you get when Richard Spencer, the face of the white nationalist, the guy who the whole thug thing, when he's holding all his Italian restaurant, you know the organization isn't big. 
Okay? You get it? If it was big, they they would have had it at a place like I was at over the weekend for this wedding. They they would have held it at a place that holds a thousand people. Where there's twenty five waiters and waitresses serving um a, a prime rib or chicken. I had the prime rib. There's of Adolf Hitler saluting. If NTI was big, if it was this huge great nationalist movement, they wouldn't be having their parties at Magianos. What's going on in this room? Oh, that's the 2016 uh, Pop Warner uh, Football Championship celebration. Yeah, that's uh, the Wildcats. Yeah, this is their little, uh, you know, uh, after uh, uh, season party. You know, there's about uh, uh, 23 uh, girls in there. It's in the other room. Oh, that's the NPI. The NPI? Hi, you don't know the MPI? No. The National Policy Institute? No. You don't know Richard Spencer? You don't know Tequila Tequila? You you don't know the white nationalists? Oh, jeez. What's good? Yeah, there's like 18 people in there. 18 people. There's more Pop Warner football players than that. There's more Pop Warner football players than the NPI. White nationalist spreading across the nation. They're holding the parties at Maggiano's. You kidding me? They're holding their parties. that again. Big white organization. Okay? This Richard Spencer Donald Trump are holding their celebrations family Italian restaurant. You get that? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm why do I, I? Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. No, I'm not Jewish. I'm not Jewish, bro. I, 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 I had to answer this. I got this one guy going. Are you Jewish? Are you? Jewish? Are you Jewish? Are you Jewish? Yeah, my name is Robert Schwartzman. Okay, but my friends call me Jewy Jewson. That's what I am. <laughs> Oh God! It always happens when we get to the end of the towards the end of the show, like one or two crazies. So, yeah, Tila Tequila, she, she's suspended for doing the <laughs> CL Sag Hal suit at Magiano's Italian restaurant. Ay 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 ay! Oh my God! And you know that I, 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 again, 
I heard people going, they knew. They just got caught. I got to, I got to, you know, I don't think they knew. I don't think, the, I don't think that we're from Maggiano on this. Okay? I'm going to stick up for Maggiano's on this. I am. I'm going to, I'm going to stick up for Maggiano's on this. You're not talking about, uh, you know, over-the-top trained personnel and how many people will be at the party. Uh, We're talking, you know, about uh, 15 to 20. Okay. (sighs) All right. What time do you guys... I mean, that's what you're dealing with. You're, You're not dealing with highly sophisticated people. If you have never been to Macchiano, it's a high-grade version of the Olive Garden. Okay? It is. It's a high-grade version of the Olive Garden. It's normally in really high-end malls. <laughs> That's where the big bad white supremacist movement is having their here in Los Angeles. We have one at Universal City Walk. So where you go and see like King Kong, you know, the attractions, you can also McDonald's. That's what the place is. So I don't think, I don't think Maggiano's, okay? I don't think Maggiano's, the people uh, that, that work there, the nationalist movement. I, I just. Don't think they're they're in it, especially, especially if any of them are remotely um, educated in politics. If any of them have been following uh, this uh, political cycle and maybe casually watch CNN, uh, the white nationalist movement and Richard Spencer the people that put Trump in the White House. They get their own website, Breitbart, that has tens of millions of people that go on. I mean, if these people are a fraction, a fraction, I mean, fraction of uh, being politically educated, there's no way they would think that this big of an organization, an event at their restaurant where they have Pop Warner football parties. So I got to give Maggiano's the benefit of the doubt on this one. Because when they're constantly told that Richard Spencer and the White nationalist movement, huge. And of course, and of course, you know, Tila Tequila, she's a huge star. When you got these these power players, why would they be having an event at Magiano? They would be having an event at a banquet hall that holds thousands of people. I mean, if you really want to get to the nuts and bolts of it, I was at a wedding 
I was at a wedding over the weekend in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. There was more people. Hell, there was times for people in that wedding. Tequila, tequila, Rick Spencer, and the white nationalists. <laughs> I knows. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. And this is a big deal. Media is like, did you know what? But this is a big part. And there's not one person. <laughs> like, time out. Brooke Baldwin, come here. Stupid. Come here. It's not that big of a movement if they're holding it at Maggiano's. What do you mean, Matt? No. Stupid. Stupid. Cuomo. It's equally stupid. He's so stupid. Yahoo stories, and that's how we're gonna end tonight's show. Taylor Tequila, Maggiano's, and Richard Spencer. All right, it's Rob's it's Rob's Carey show. Listen, back tomorrow, same same place. And we're probably gonna have the the uh, like I said, we weren't even supposed to con today. We just got back last night from that great wedding at numbered I <laughs> event at Ianos. But I needed to get on here and, and talk about Hamilton and we had to talk about uh, tequila and we, we just do it up. So be here tomorrow. Don't forget you can go to Spreaker. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. Those are all the places you can listen to us. Go there. Go to the Twitter. Go to the Facebook. Find us, listen to us, uh, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. You are past. It's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. We're out of here. Good day. Good night. Bye bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.